Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. This is your daily financial news. This is a new show that you can count on seven days a week. Yes, that includes Saturday and Sunday. Before we get started, let's congratulate Darren for getting his next or first deal. Darren, your card will be going out in the mail today. Congratulations. Do me a favor. If you've gotten my book, any of my cards, take a selfie, tag me on Instagram. Let's get more one rental at a time goodness going on in the world. So lots of stuff going on. You have undoubtedly heard that Russia has uh, invaded Ukraine. They... (coughs) They might think it's a technicality, right? Hey, those two areas have new names. We recognize those new names, and we're there on a peacekeeping mission. Come on. Technicality, folks. Uh, This is something that I believe in the history books, if you went back and looked at some of the first moves that Hitler did, not comparing the two, but I believe my history... It's 30 years old, so I could be wrong, but um, I believe Hitler annexed a couple of territories, called them something else, and then invaded. Kind of an old, non-original move uh, that Putin has just executed. So we need to pay attention to this. We need to see what's going on. The other thing that I want to highlight is on Saturday morning, the daily financial news. You can go back and look at it. What would that have been? The 18th, maybe? The 19th? We talked about the bond market, right? The bond market uh, yield fell on Friday in the face of um, rising inflation. I called it out Saturday morning and said the bond market, which dwarfs the stock market, that is where the smart money plays, was calling for an invasion. And sure enough, they were right. If you look at the bond market this morning, What the bond market appears to be saying is, eh, maybe it won't be as bad as we sometimes talk ourselves into, right? The interest rates are up this morning. Ever so slightly, that could change very, very quickly. But I just want to point out that the bond market was right again. It's amazing when you watch the bond market. It really can predict things far better than the stock market. So something is pretty interesting. So I don't know if you saw this, but it looks like the UK, Boris Johnson, is starting to lift all remaining COVID restrictions. Uh, Fun fact about the UK is 81% of their adults have received uh, the shot uh, plus the boost, I guess. 81%. Isn't that what's supposed to happen? If you do all this work, everybody gets the shot, shouldn't you? Um, raise the restriction. Isn't that the trade-off that we've been told was coming? So let's see what happens in the UK. $7 gas. Yes, folks, if you live in California, $7 gas really could be coming. I think the last time I filled up, it was 
550 or 559, something like that. Uh, with what is going on in the UK, or I'm sorry, uh, Ukraine with Russia, we really could see $7 gas because at this point, Saudi Arabia has said, hey, we're not going to pump anymore. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, it also looks like the Russia banks, the Russia banks were also signaling that they believed an invasion was coming. They imported $5 billion in foreign currency in the last week. They anticipate sanctions. They anticipate all this stuff. So they are getting ready with foreign currencies that dwarfs what they normally import. So they were definitely getting ready. Now let's talk about my key questions. As someone who studied the consumer for a long time, somebody who doesn't want war, somebody who doesn't want death, any of that stuff, these are the questions I am asking myself this morning. Pay attention because these are critical. One, will people, you and me, sell stock to raise cash? Remember, cash is something that people treat or talk about as trash, except when they are scared. When they are scared, they run, run to cash. So my first question, will people sell stocks this morning, this week, because of all the headline risk? I think the answer to that question is probably. Next question, will people sell crypto to raise cash? Same answer, very liquid, people want out, right? It's not, uh, it's not the inflation hedge, it's not the, you know, it's not non-correlated. I think a lot of these things have been proven wrong. So will people sell crypto to raise cash? Probably. Will people sell real estate to raise cash? Think about it. Will they? Probably not. Real estate takes time. Real estate is not the push a button, money shows up thing. It takes days to list. It takes days to collect offers. Even if you call a wholesaler to sell your property to a liquid cash buyer, in most states, you are looking at a 10-day close. You can't sell real estate at a drop of a hat because Russia invaded the Ukraine or any other thing. So again, remember where people go for liquidity and where you can get a stampede to the exits. Certainly not real estate. Next, very important real estate question. Will buyers cancel contracts? That's a different question. I think the answer is maybe. Right, You're getting ready to sign up for your largest purchase of your life. You were kind of nervous heading into it. Now you see this thing going on. And yeah, I do think some people will cancel contracts. I do think that might happen. What happens then? Property goes back on the market. One of the 17 offers that didn't get it gets it. And we just move on. So while people won't sell real estate, I do think there will be a few people that cancel contracts. Probably not many, but some. And then finally, will consumers 
stop shopping? Will they drive less? Will they take less vacations? Mm. Let's see. Oh, we're being told that sound is pretty bad. I hate these headphones. Let's see. Well, it's up all the way. I'm sorry. I may have to do this one again, but I will finish this one up. Uh, will consumers shop less, drive less, and take less vacations? That is an important question. That could dent retail sales. That can dent all of this. Oh, sound is fine. Sound is fine. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. Sound is fine. All right. I still hate these headphones, but good. All right, cool. All right. Thank you guys for telling me the sound is fine. I feel so much better. Right. So again, these are I've been following the consumer for 30 years for this exact reason. Some instances, some worldwide or local thing happens. Some assets get liquidated. People get afraid. Sometimes you don't sell. So again, very interesting time. These are all questions I ask myself. This is what I asked myself yesterday sitting on the couch when I heard uh, that the invasion had happened, right? What is the consumer doing? I think they could sell stock, sell crypto. They might cancel contracts to buy, uh, but um, they won't. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to be selling if that's cool. So again, that's what I'm thinking. Inflation still crazy, crazy, crazy. Used car sales are up. Prices, excuse me, used car prices are up 30% this year. Next question I have, again, thinking about real estate, is I suspect that 2022 is the return of the foreign buyer to American real estate. The foreign buyer, for all intents and purposes, has been missing in action for two years. A couple of things that you must respect about the foreign buyers of U.S. real estate. They don't care about appreciation. They don't care about cash flow in most cases. What they are trying to do is preserve capital. They are having, they want to get money out of their local currency and get it into something that is more stable or more Maybe they just want to diversify risk. Foreign capital coming to the United States, going to be ramping up. For the most part, my opinion, they will be buying class A properties. But you will see some uh, investments in cash flow rentals. I do believe mainly foreign capital will be buying class A stuff that really doesn't play in the rental game. But it is a wise financial move that these folks are doing. So we've had some earnings come out. Again, earnings were important this week. Home Depot beat top and bottom. Remember, we are not we don't care about last quarter. We care about forward-looking guidance. Uh, they did raise the dividend 15%, but they gave relatively weak guidance. They're talking about single digit growth um, for their store. So again, I would call that weak growth. And this is what I was talking about on Sunday. Home Depot, Lowe's reports tomorrow. Are we starting to see the cracks? Are we starting to see the real estate slowdown? I certainly hope so. Macy's, damn. 
Macy's beat top and bottom, raised the dividend 5%, and issued a $2 billion stock buyback. I'm guessing Macy's up today. And then we have Temper Steely. I would call that a uh, expensive mattress. Uh, they missed top and bottom as costs grew faster than sales. Not a good look. Again, remember, was it two weeks ago we talked about the consumers at the higher end of the economic scale getting nervous, cutting back? Well, I'm telling you that Temper Sealy reiterated that, right? Not the average Joe, in my opinion, is not buying a whatever it is, $3,000 mattress. Back to Home Depot, a uh, couple of things uh, I noted. Transactions fell. This is a very interesting metric that I haven't seen before. Last quarter, they did 416 million transactions. I'm guessing that's rings of the register. This last quarter, 402 million transactions. So what is that? Like 3.5% down? Again, their average ticket went up, but hello, folks. Have you seen inflation lately? So that is interesting. Don't know if you've seen what's going on in Canada with Justin Trudeau. Trudeau? Trudeau, I think. I might have read this wrong, and I hope I did. But it seems like he is now freezing bank accounts for protesters and, more importantly, people who donate to the protesters. Now, I believe this has to do with the Freedom Convoy or the trucker thing or all of that. But what I was left thinking was, what happened? What would happen if the U.S. president, Biden or Trump, any of them, came out of left field, issued emergency powers, and started freezing American citizens' bank accounts? Wow. I had not heard that happen. Now, of course, if you're a criminal, if you're thought of fraud, of course, it is a known thing. Totally get it. But in theory, there could have been teachers and police officers and whatever that donate to these truckers who are, are protesting mask mandates in a in a industry where you're all alone, right? Truck drivers drive alone. I mean, come on, what are we doing? And now you're freezing bank accounts? I, can you, um, either side, if a Democrat or a Republican tried to pull that in the U.S., we would lose our minds, in my opinion. I could be wrong. I understand emergency powers. I get it. But that seems like a slippery slope to me. But again, I haven't read a lot about it. I read the headline, and I'm like, I can't imagine that, but we shall see. And then finally, two things. If you are an agent or a broker in Austin, Texas, or Miami, Florida, or you know of a broker in Austin, Texas, or Miami, Florida, I would love to interview you. I would love to get introduced. I believe we are seeing some Interesting action in both markets. Interestingly to note that Miami-Dade County month-on-month month price fell 1%. It went from 520 to $525,000 from $525,000. So very interesting things going on. And then finally, more and more of you are signing up for my mentoring option for my awesome course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. 
I just wanted to say, when you sign up for that course, thank you, obviously. But generally what I recommend is you do the work for 30 to 60 days. You start to understand average. You have a buy box. And then we can have some very meaningful conversations. But rest assured, it is your time. If you want to have the conversation within the first week, so be it. Maybe you have unique circumstances. I don't know. But generally speaking, do the work for 30 to 60 days. And then I think it is a great time. And also, I want it to be said, I designed how to get started one rental at a time. So you would not need my mentoring or my time. I put everything in there. I've added stuff. We have bonus. I give you access to a private Facebook group where I and other experts interact. But again, it is very interesting times. I believe it is time to get ready. I believe the housing slowdown is coming. I believe opportunities will be out there in the summer or late summer. And I personally can't wait. It has been a hard two years to find deals. I believe with rising rates, economic instability, we are going to have more and more opportunities to engineer, create, find. And I am so excited. I know it's been hard. A little bit longer, a little bit longer. We will get through the owners who want to buy. And finally, we will have a more market that is more balanced. Take care of yourself. 136 people watching. You are awesome. Hit the thumbs up. Like, subscribe. We come back every single day to talk about the news. Bye-bye.